This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you too, sir. How are you doing today, man? <laughs> doing good man i'm doing good you know um it, it's been so funny my pipe uh rituals have been interrupted recently because Ooh. i've been sick oh well you know i remember those first couple of years after you had your your firstborn um that you were constantly <laughs> coming in the studio like every single week it was the same like <gasps> sing, singing again sam yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like, like you come in like just really sounded bad. like you know, freaking Gollum or something, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Hope this episode's good. Like, you know, I'm I'm sick again. Like, I, I'm starting to get that, and I'm not even. We don't even have a child yet. You know, yeah, at, at yeah. least not not this side <laughs> of the womb. And so it, it it's so hilarious, dude, because I'm like, man, I I was sitting here thinking like all morning, like, okay, I gotta drink plenty of water, get my pipes going for my 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 windpipe going for uh, to get ready for the show. It's funny, man. I'm already getting the uh, already starting to. I I never get sick, and so it's just kind of funny to think, yeah, this is probably going to be a regular thing for this, this on, is so. going to be life now yeah this is preparation <laughs> yeah. for it uh, man, things, that's, are, that's things are good here man yeah it's uh it's been great here in uh sunny hot humid uh central mississippi just hadn't been able to smoke my pipe as much past few days as, as i want and uh trying to um uh, you know, the, our, our dentist friend uh, uh, that was on, uh, you know, here a few uh, episodes ago trying to, you know, uh, heed some of his uh, messages maybe about taking care of my mouth while I'm... Uh, yeah, while I'm no, sick, that's, so. I, there was some good <laughs> best practices that came after that. That has actually, like, it's like impacted the way that I smoke my pipe, I found. It's really, no, that's really right. I, I, I completely agree. Yeah, I completely agree. So what's going on with you, dude? Oh, dude, we've been uh, we've been good, man. We actually, I just got off of a, a week of the kiddos being with the the in laws, so my wife and I got a, a good chance to to reconnect. And um, yeah, I went to went That's to New great. Orleans weekend before last, and and just been having a, a good time, man. I, th- I I I'm really excited about this. I don't know if anybody uh, saw this on Twitter, but I got publicly shamed here in Houston. I know I just said I get excited about this public <laughs> shaming, but no, I, I did, man. Eric, a uh, longtime listener of the show, um, uh, multiple time pilgrim, if I'm not mistaken. Er- Eric's a good friend. Yep, yep, absolutely. He actually took to Twitter. <laughs> And uh, and said, hey, at the Real Bo York, are you ever going to show up for the Houston Pipe Club? You know, it's time to support the local pipe club or something of that Dude, nature. He dragged you out on the much. carpet, man. No, that's <laughs> yeah. He he raked you over the coals, son. It was you had to uh, you had to put up or shut up, man. I there was there's a point to that, but see, it was great though because honestly, <laughs> I've been so busy. You know, everything's kind of you know we're established now. We we've got the house in order and everything, and yeah, the kids so are in school and all that kind of stuff. Kids are in school. I guess they're out of school now, but they've gotten set up with their schools and everything yeah. exactly and so it, it is kind of time to start actually you know meeting people and kind of getting out and being part of the community here and uh and so i think actually going to the pipe meeting which i did do this last past week uh, for the local houston pipe club was probably one of the first uh non-church related social events i've done <laughs> since moving to houston <laughs> you yeah, needed man, it I, man i needed it bad and let me tell you dude we've got some great great folks here in the houston area uh wonderful houston pipe club the community is strong uh really got a chance to uh, to meet some great folks including man your uh, your boys over from the briar shop uh austin and tanner yeah uh, absolutely dude I, i'm so glad you got to do that uh, it, of course like you were mentioning incredible pipe community there in houston really robust uh, you know strong large community i mean it's been um around a long time there's uh, you know, you've got, you know, folks from the, the Briar shop that what's the name of the shop they hold the meetings at too again, I forget. Yeah. So it was Stogie's. It was a cigar. It's actually a cigar shop, but it's, it's very, it, it's a good size shop. It actually, it's part of like a shopping center, but it has like an outdoor smoking area. Now today yeah. or, or rather the, um, uh, this weekend when I went, it was too hot to be outside. But on the inside, man, it was you know beautiful. You got the leather couches, you got the you know the poker tables. I mean, it's it's the nice. the kind of you know cigar style classiness. Yeah, that you sw- would, you swanky. Would yeah, uh-huh. very swanky and very comfortable. It was a great great uh, space to do it. So uh, shout out to Stogies for sure. That's awesome. I've I've heard so many great things about that shop and how accommodating they've been to uh, to the pipe community there in Houston. And um, so, man, that's that's awesome, dude. I'm uh, I'm glad. It sounds like you met some characters and uh, got to hang out, uh, you know, and, and and just have a good time. So that's great. Oh, absolutely. And I, I honestly think, man, there's there's some great folks here, uh, you know, in the pipe community and. 
who have had an impact on the pipe community community as well, that we could see some interviews coming out of uh, this yeah. new network that we now have access to in, in the Houston area. So I'm really, I'm really excited for that. Dude, it makes me jealous, you know, as a little kid, like spending my summers in Houston with my folks, um, you know, I, I mentioned before on the show that I, uh, you know, was born there, grew up in Katy and as a little kid then moved to moved to Mississippi very young, but spent a lot of time out there uh, with my with my folks and and had, you know, always um, whenever I visited, you know, Houston, I always thought to myself, yeah, one day I'm gonna live in a big city like this, you know, and uh, <laughs> and of course, here I am in uh, in Sleepy Jackson still and have no plans of leaving. But um, there is something about Houston that um, man, it's just such a big, vibrant city. And dude, it just I, it make, kind of makes me jealous, you know, like and now you're, you're hanging out with uh, with all these incredible pipe folks there. And, uh, you know, the the nation's, you know, third or fourth largest uh, metropolitan area. And I'm just like, man, I now I have to live vicariously through Bo. Right. So, oh, man, whatever. <laughs> in my heart, great, I'm, dude. my heart's still in Jackson. I, I miss I miss everybody there for sure. But man, speaking of which, I wish I was in Jackson because this last best uh, couple of weeks, apparently we've had like just this influx of pilgrims at the Squire. Yeah. Dude, it's been incredible, man. I mean, folks from literally all over the country um, have have swung through, and it's just uh, it's been remarkable. It seems like week after week after week. Um, you know, uh, just most recently, our friend Gabe from uh, the Panhandle of Texas came through. He's got to be at least seven and a half feet tall. <laughs> Man, I wish was I was just, there for that photo op. That'd be it, hilarious. It was just, it was so funny, yeah, because as he, uh, it, you know, he kept uh, joking, you know, it's like, well, do I need to stoop down for our photo? And I was like, ha, 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 yeah, probably. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but man, we've had good, good friends from, um, gosh, all over places like um, Missouri, uh, Georgia, North Carolina, wow. uh, different parts of Tennessee. Um, yeah, just crazy. Texas, uh, you know, it just really, really incredible, man. I, I've been so uh, honored by all the folks that um, not just have come to the shop, um, you know, as they're passing through, maybe going or going or coming to the beach or going and coming to, you know, some event. But, you know, some of these folks have made uh, deliberate trips to Jackson just to come see us, have turned around and then immediately gone home, you know. And so, <laughs> right, um, yeah. gosh, it just it's such an honor. And I um as we mentioned, I, I think I, I mentioned this on our 300th episode, uh, you know, that we did that was so special up at Missouri Mearsham, but um, th- there is almost no greater honor that you can give us than to to take time out of your busy schedule to actually come visit, uh, you know, our, our dusty little smoke shop here in, in the Deep South. And so um, we're, we're thrilled by that. It means the world to me. And um, yeah, we're just, just very honored. So for all the folks that have come uh, here, not just over the past couple of months, but in a couple of weeks, but uh, you know, since the beginning of this deal, we're um, we just greatly honored and, and thank you very much. Yeah, that was awesome. That's awesome, man. Well, hey, I know that a lot of great stuff is going on at the Squire as well. You got the, uh, the Father's Day coming up and you know that means a Father's Day sale. Well, of course, right? We've got some product that we want to uh, go home to to you or your dad, or uh, if you're not a dad or, um, you know, whatever. A lot of times these sales are just a good excuse to, to save on, on, on a nice uh, new briar. So Yeah, well, I mean, that's <laughs> the be... thing. You get, you get one for your dad. You also get one for yourself and say, Dad, for Father's Day, I want to smoke a pipe with you, right? And then you, right. you that way you're able to still get one for yourself. <laughs> right. No, that, that's right. And what if Father's Day goes all day? You might want two pipes so that you can rotate. You know, I mean, there these are go. just, it, these are common sense things here that we try to uh, (laughs) inform our uh, clientele about. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Father's Day sale will be announced uh, later this week uh, here, the week of June 10th. Uh, That'll that'll start later this week and then we'll go actually through the end of the month. So you'll have a a few weeks here in uh, in late June to, uh, you know, take advantage of that, you know, stock up on some great uh, pipe tobaccos hand blended here at the Country Squire and then also uh, some some new pipes, whether it be your favorite briar or a cob. Um, so many different options there. Um, and, and then, man, of course, also I have to mention, you know, we're uh, just a couple of months out now from our uh, our 49th anniversary as a, as a shop, as an institution. And so, um, yeah, in, in, it, which is just amazing. You know, it's it's awesome. So, uh, yeah, here in August, uh, August 11th is our 49th uh, birthday of the Country Squire. Of course, we're finalizing plans for that and are, uh, are just very excited about what that what that's going to look like. Come so, on. So that, um, I mean, like, that's exciting. And yes, 49. And I'm sure there'll be a great, like, you know, a lot of things to announce as we get closer. But let's be right, real, man. Yep. Next year. Next year is the 50th anniversary. 50th, man. And we could smell it. It's crazy. It's just it's so, so close. close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, we, we got to do we, we, we I feel like we got to do something for that, right? Like, like <laughs> you know, like, should we bring Missouri Mearsham to us? Like, 
know, well, we could. We yeah, went we to Missouri could. Mission for the 300th of CSR. Should we like? We, but what I'm saying is, we need to we need to do something. <laughs> uh, Dude, you know, I, I, I'm thrilled, man. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. 49, of course, a uh, very, very special date. Not trying to act like 49 isn't important or special or anything right. like that. But my wheels are already turning about how we can make like the 50th really, really special. Yeah, it, I, I agree. I, I might man. need it's to come fun. on home for that one. I, I, <laughs> I, I hope so. I, I hope so. You know, yeah, there'll be a good, a good excuse to have uh, have some old friends come in town and tell a lot of stories about, uh, you know, just uh, you know, fifty years of history and and all that kind of stuff. So we're yeah. we're excited. Uh, but yeah, man, got to to get to fifty. We got to get through forty nine, and we're uh, yeah. we got some stuff coming up here in the next couple of months. <laughs> Sorry, we are, I'm really we are not trying to bury the lead. <laughs> no, we are from Mississippi, but you know, we we still you know can get our numbers in order generally right <laughs> ish ish yeah that's right. right right oh man well hey we got a uh, we got a fun fun topic a fun great episode to talk about this yeah. week. Uh, appropriate for father's day as well but before we do that we got to give a big shout out to scott schultz who is joining us at the pilgrim level a country squire radio international pipe club member again shout out to scott schultz i think i even nailed your name because it reminds you me of Charles it. schultz you well, crushed you know, it that's a famous, uh, famous pipe smoker, Charles Schultz. So you got know, it. You got you got the uh, uh, connection there. So it works out pretty well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us at the Pilgrim level. And if you too would like to join the International Pipe Club, please do so. Patreon.com slash Country Squire Radio is the place to do it. All right, man, we are reviewing a movie. First of all, that in and of itself is a huge special occasion. because I don't think <laughs> We've never really done that before. We have done a retrospective on the Peter Jackson Tolkien films, or more specifically, yeah. what the sure. role of those films were on the culture and on the industry, because it's undeniable that those films had an impact on uh, the culture and on the the pipe industry, um, both pop culture and pipe culture, and bringing kind of bringing the two together. Uh, so, so you know, we we did that, which is great. But there is a movie that we have been following since I, I can't say since before it was created because we were informed of this film in the early days of Country Squire Radio. We had listeners right. yeah. writing in saying, "There's this documentary that's coming out. It's called Father of the Flame. It's going to be on uh, pipes, and and it's really it's something to keep an eye on. You need to check this out." And I'll never forget, man, the first time we actually did an interview with uh, Jeremy Rush, aka Beardcore. Yep. on the show to kind of inform us, kind of give us a heads up about what this documentary was all about. I want to even say that was probably within the first 100 episodes. And even <laughs> it may have been like the first like YouTube video, one of the first YouTube videos yeah. or YouTube recordings we did. Now I don't think it exists still on the channel because it was on a previous existing channel. That's how old yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But I do remember like like when when it first booted up because the way YouTube works when you're doing those call-in shows, you know, whatever the last noise was, it picks up on the camera. And so the thing went live and here was, you know, Beardcore in all of his Beardcore like glory, right? <laughs> but he, he was sitting in front of a window that was all like bright white. So all you saw was his silhouette and the smoke going around him. And it was very much like I totally Whoa. forgot about that. Yeah, it was um, it was uh it was something out of its own, uh, you know, documentary or, you know, exactly. it was pretty amazing. Yeah. This, uh, you know, it, its own scene from a Peter Jackson movie. Yeah, dude, it, it's funny. Yeah. Looking back that far in the archives and thinking about, um, man, it, it just how, uh, long coming this has been and how excited we've been about it and, and how we've seen it evolve over the past several, several years. And, um, and man, it's, it's cool. We're, we're seeing it come full circle now. And, um, and, and of course we are reviewing it and why, because it just came out. It's, it's done. That's right. And, it is uh, finally man, so at thrilling. long last, at long last, it is, it is completed here in, uh, uh, and so, yeah, now some, some people have actually seen this film. I'm going to go ahead and kind of read off the official summary of the movie, uh, which is dangerous whenever I read, but but let's let's go. Yeah, and, and hey, Bo, before yeah. before you do that, should I sh- should we just say like if you haven't seen uh, Father of the Flame yet, it sh- it, it's safe to say like spoiler alert. Is that kind of the the, the well, case here? You know, that's actually a really good point. Um, there, there's not really many spoilers per se. I mean, some. Yeah, I mean, it, if you know about pipe making, then you kind of know, <laughs> you know how this works, <laughs> I guess. But it, it is, It's a documentary, but that's a good point, man. We are going to be talking about a lot of the themes and kind of story points in the movie. So if you want to go in completely unspoiled, we highly recommend. I'm speaking for John David without even knowing where he falls on this, but I'm assuming that we yeah. both highly recommend going <laughs> and checking out this movie. 
first and then coming for this review. But if you need this yeah. review to kind of help put you over the edge, man, we, we would love to do it. But yes, that's yeah, a go, good point. Go watch, go watch a movie and then come listen to a couple of rednecks banter about how awesome it was afterwards. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I tell you what, actually, you, you got me, you got me self-conscious. So I'm going to have you actually read the official description. Oh, uh, don't put that evil on me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it says uh, for centuries, the tobacco pipe has been a symbol of contentment and contemplation. Through the window of this transcendental artifact and its sacred origins, Father the Flame is a cinematic exploration of legacy, family, and love. The film follows Lee Eric, uh, a world-renowned pipe maker uh, from far northern Michigan, as he travels the globe to explore near, nearly forgotten the nearly forgotten art of pipe tobacco making. Or, I'm sorry, of tobacco pipe making. Uh, featuring a charming cast of characters from the royal family of Danish pipe makers to the Italian briar cutter known as the world's greatest to the fourth generation Native American peace pipe maker, the story speaks to a slower pace of life, a luxury in our sped up world. Uh, a luxury in our sped up world. Beautiful and hypnotic, Father the Flame immerses the viewer in the cultural and spiritual significance of the tobacco pipe and what it can teach a modern generation about legacy and the things we leave behind. And uh, yeah, I think that I think that encapsulates it uh, really, really well. I sure do. Yeah. So it's really amazing because you know the name Father the Flame, as as Jeremy told us so so long ago, uh, was was kind of this this conversation that was coming out of you know how to smoke a pipe and uh the guys were informed and coached and said you know you got to kind of father the flame and the idea is that you know as you're uh packing your pipe and and you know lighting it and you're trying to kind of keep it going you have to kind of build it up and and you know you can't just like light a fire and expect it just to keep going you have to father the flame you have to kind of build it up you have to bring up the flame and the yeah. many in many respects that is very much a theme throughout this movie man I found myself shocked on a couple of levels and I almost feel bad saying this because I've met Chad. I know Jeremy. Well, like I know the guys who make this movie. <laughs> I'm blown away by how beautiful this thing is. And then I like not to downplay like my expectations for what I was walking in with. <laughs> I, I had high expectations. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, you know, there's something about like when, when you're like, when you know people or when you're friends yeah. with people, it's like, yeah, man, yeah. No, this is going to be great. But then you see it and you're like, Oh dude, I didn't know you had it like that. Come on, man. <laughs> like, that's, that's really great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally understand, man. It's uh, it, it's like, man, this, this guy, he really knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, get these kids to Sundance. This is incredible. The the cinematography, like, let's talk about the cinematography first. Like, gorgeous. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely gorgeous. You walk in and, like, the grain of the pipe, I believe, if, if I'm not mistaken, is kind of one of the first things that they bring you in on right like they they look yeah. at the pipe from the angle of inside the bowl and kind of you know it's yeah. lighting up but then they go in and it's like expose like you know all the various kind of grains and it's gorgeous i mean it's absolutely gorgeous. yeah and the the detail is phenomenal that first image uh of of looking down into the bowl of a pipe right after the tobacco has been lit and and the bowl is heating up and you start to see those uh, those individual leaves of tobacco start to curl as they uh, are, are receiving air, mm. um, and and then and then it kind of pans. You see uh, Lee overlooking his, uh, you know, kind of uh, you know homestead there in in the upper peninsula of Michigan, and then it starts to focus back on the grain of the pipe. These tight, straight grains and these exquisite bird's eyes, and um, it, it really the the feel of it initially is incredibly sensory, and you can tell what they're trying to do is is communicate. The sensory nature of this to yes. um, to the viewer, just like you know, it. it I mean, pipe smoking is sensory, right? I mean, it, it's so much of it is about all these things, these little tiny details that we enjoy, and I think the richness of that comes out uh, in in the cinematography. Yeah, yeah, and you know, there it is such a visual medium, and this documentary does not shy away from the fact that this is an art form. In fact, this really kind of communicates. That this is this is you know you could argue a lost art except for the fact that the the art does still exist you know yeah. in fact the passing of the torch the fathering of the flame the legacy aspect is a huge part of this film but this is this is almost like a great way to showcase to somebody who doesn't get it you know what I mean like it's a celebration yeah. of something that we love right we 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 enjoy the pipe it's it's we enjoy the hobby we enjoy the craft we enjoy the art form. Uh, you know, those of us, you know, obviously you and I on mic, but anybody who's tuning in to a weekly show about <laughs> pipes of pipe tobacco, like we, we get it right. 
But there's a lot, you know, we, we are a small segment of the world. And I almost feel like you could show this documentary to anybody, regardless of where they come from or whatever the level of interest they are in, in kind of pipe, pipe smoking, that sort of thing. And I'm not saying this would like get them into pipe smoking, but this would communicate to them the beauty yes. of the art that surrounds it in, in yes. such a visceral way. Yeah, I, I, I think you nailed it. I, one of the first things I thought as I got done, you know, watching this this movie was, wow, who do I want to see this yes, so, they, that, yes. so that they understand it, right? So that they get it. Like we, we you know, in our in our Facebook groups and our forums and our pipe shows and our uh, podcasts and our, you know, all the things that we do as a pipe community, we get it. Like we're, we're, we're part of it, right? But, you know, it, it, it's hard to communicate to folks elsewhere in your life, which we all hopefully have, <laughs> right, 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 right. you know, that, that aren't, aren't pipe smokers or not, not familiar, you know, and it's like, well, you know, how do you, how do you explain kind of the glory of this, the grandeur of it and the, uh, the, the, the fun, the, the beauty of it, the, uh, sensory nature of it and how it, uh, ministers to our hearts and all these other things. And, um, man, what a, what a, a tool for that. Gosh, that these guys have given us and father of the flame. I feel like, um, you know, we kind of just need to sit some of our, uh, you know, un, not understanding, uh, relatives down and just have them, uh, have them view this. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, it, it, the great thing about it, and this is something that, you know, I, I fervently believe in just as a podcaster in general, but that's kind of this, this extreme kind of almost micro-focused, look into the aspect of something makes it more universal. And what I mean by that is like this film goes directly into the creation of these pipes. There's so much about the industry that they could go on to beyond that. They don't really go into the pipe tobacco or, or the blending or anything of that nature. Like it is very specifically tailored to the pipe and not just really, you know, any pipe it's, heavily about briar pipes it's artisan pipe making right i mean they they want you to understand the the art form and you know those are things that everybody understands right the um you know they everybody understands and appreciates uh you know the the high value that people put on these uh you know priceless pieces of art and all the time that it takes to go into the stuff and so that's kind of what they lead with here um and, and yeah i think i think you're exactly right well, and I also, I mean, I want to point out that while a lot of it does focus on the briar, and that is kind of the through line that you see, there are, you know, Meerschaum pipes that are, are kind of displayed. Obviously, clay pipes come in, especially in the kind of the latter half of the of the film as well. And so, but there, it's just, it's there's a beautiful, uh, a beautiful thing that happens when you get laser focused like that on something that the rest of the world passes by. Because yeah. you can really tell an amazing story that really brings people in. And I do think that even though it is so specific, it is universal because of its specificness. Yeah, and uh, yeah. man, I, so I, you got I, I would really like to put this in front of somebody who either does not smoke a pipe, doesn't really care about it. You know, I'm, I'm not saying like the, the anti-person or anything like that, but just, just the average Joe on the street. Yeah. Because, you know, like I feel like this speaks universally. Yeah, the, the average Joe, like like you said, that just doesn't really understand, right? That doesn't understand the fascination with it. And I, I do yeah. think it speaks to some of those, um, you know, universal things, like we said, that, that people do understand and care about the uh, the craftsmanship that goes into it. I, I love this because, you know, I, I do think over the years, and, and if I'm remembering correctly from our conversations with Jeremy, uh, he kind of uh, backed some of this up. But, you know, over the years, they came up kind of with a name. They knew they wanted to do something pipe uh, related, but you know the the interviews and the footage, it kind of took them in a place that they you know weren't really expecting. They knew it would be mm. about pipes, obviously, but um, you know they they didn't really know what direction to go in, and then they realized that wow, you know if you did a um, a, a documentary on okay, let's look at it. You know, you've got, you've got the origin of tobacco. You've got, uh, the processing of tobacco, the, um, you know, the history of the pipe itself. And then, uh, you know, the manufacturing of pipes and now modern pipe carvers and pipe shops and, um, you know, pipe communities and cultures and shows and everything else. And it's like, wow, how do you, you know, how do you slice and dice this? And so eventually this kind of did become a focus on the, uh, the, the carver, uh, it, itself artisan uh, pipe making, but then specifically a story about Lee Eric as well. You know, uh, Von Eric Pipes. Yeah, uh, there in beautiful Northern Michigan and uh, up on the Upper Peninsula, that uh, part above the mitten. You know, <laughs> and 
And what I like is, you know, it's it's telling the story of artisan pipe making so, you know, people can understand. But but you're also getting to know a, a true craftsman and some of his heart uh, that goes into this and what, what motivates him and what uh, keeps him focused and energized and um, the connections that he has to make to, uh, to make, um, you know, this business of his livelihood work, you know. And um, I, I think all those things just play together very, very beautifully. You know, it's 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 interesting because you're exactly right. Like with the kind of the behind the scenes knowledge that they kind of they, they knew there was something here, but they had to find it. It almost kind of beckons to the idea of, you know, when when a carver has that that cut of briar and they know there's a pipe in there, they just have to find it. Uh, <laughs> it's it there's there's a similarity here. And so what they do is they go specifically through like literally from the briar while it's still a root in the ground to being hunted and chopped up in Italy to all the way to the pipe being sold in Japan. Like it's, it's, it's an international film from that standpoint through the eyes of Lee Eric. And while you do learn so much about the craft, there is a heart here that I did not expect, man. So Lee is very much kind of the driving factor. There's a lot of different other stories that are tied into it. And most of which kind of relate to him, uh, especially specifically with this kind of combination of Lee and the juxtaposition as well with Mimo, who's the uh, kind yeah, of the, yeah. the harvester, I guess. Is that the right way? He kind of jokes yes. saying he's a hunter, but with, uses an axe instead of a gun. But <laughs> yeah, like, he said, he said uh, we go briar hunting. We don't have gun, but we have axe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, man, it was so great. Mimo, of course, is uh, probably the the world's, uh, you know, most uh, celebrated supplier of premium briar. And, and you know, so it, it dives into uh, Lee Eric. Uh, obviously famed pipe maker from Michigan needing this quality briar and then finding Mimo, finding his family and connecting with them and then and then going to visit them to see how they uh, are, you know, uh, harvesting the actual uh, root from the white heath tree, how they're mm. uh, taking care of it from the forest into the, um, you know, the workshop where they're carving it into blocks that can be useful for uh, artisan pipe makers and um, yeah, I mean, so you've got kind of the whole spectrum there right uh, from the beginning and, and then developing on after that. It's really, uh, really phenomenal. Yeah, It's amazing because both of these men, uh, you know, they, they have such a love of what they're doing. Uh, they have such a love of, of kind of the industry and they're both participating in kind of a lost art form. I mean, like that's that's really another kind of aspect of this with, you know, fathering the flame, keeping the torch alive. Yeah. And the, they're they're both kind of interesting character studies in and of themselves because they've taken different paths in life. Uh, Lee is you know he he's kind of a homebody so to speak. He, he's yeah. he's kind of on his own. He, he never had any kids, and you know he's he's come somewhat of a and I don't mean this in a negative way, but somewhat of a recluse. Uh, you know he, he obviously yeah. gets he gets out. He goes to shows. He's, he's everything. But even in the the movie, he talks about the fact that he prefers kind of keeping to himself. Yeah. And then you have Mimo, who's just obviously he's filled with life. He's got a beautiful wife. He's got kids. He's taking care of his father. You know he's he's almost kind of surrounded by family. Yeah. And you know there's there's a heart in this movie that I did not expect. I found myself. Somewhere like near the the kind of the middle of the third act or the second act rather, like where I kind of started to tear up a little bit. Did you? <laughs> were, were you were you emotionally moved a bit throughout this uh, film, or is that just a me thing? I'm I'm tracking with you. Yeah, I, I you know it it was one of those things. I I think what stood out to me and and what probably evoked similar feelings for me was the sense of family that was yeah. coming through this stuff, right? So so remember that we're talking about real real people here that didn't just fall into this, right? They um, That's exactly they, right. They, they got here because of some reason. And, um, you know, you're, you're sitting here watching, um, you know, Mimo, he, he, you know, he learned all this stuff. His dad, uh, Pipo, was the was the best, uh, you know, briar harvester in the world. And so right. Mimo learns from him and he strives his whole life to get some type of validation from his dad. Right. And it was so he talks about how rare it was to get any kind of encouragement and, and uh, that, it you know, his dad was so uh, such a perfectionist because he expected the best. And so. Um, you know, it was hard for his dad Sorry, to Mike, give him the business this, eventually, but he, but you've got these sweet scenes after that of of Mimo uh, taking taking care of his elderly uh, father, who, who actually has since passed away. But uh, watching you know watching Mimo light his dad's pipe and care for him mm. gently and with mm-hmm. great dignity, you know, um, you've got in a similar story as we as the as the movie moves to Denmark, um, you've got. Uh, people like uh, uh, Nana Iverson, who is 
Um, yes. You know, her, she, she learns from her father and her grandfather, and then eventually her grandfather, who, uh, Sixton Iverson, who is uh, the most celebrated pipe maker in, in world history, um, you know, he gets to the age where he, he can't, his eyes don't work. He can't see the way he used to see. And so she is serving him by, um, you know, he roughs the shapes out, and then she's the one that does the detail work. And they work together, and they can't, he can't do it without her. And there's this care and compassion and dignity that's involved in all that. And, and then, you know, Lee Eric, who he mentions not having kids, and it's kind of this, um, you know, melancholy, maybe sorrowful moment, but, but he, he's, he's given joy by the fact that these incredible smoking machines that he makes are, are living in the, in the future, he says, in, you know, three yeah, exactly. and fourth and fifth generation uh, people that he's kind of passing along. And so maybe, uh, yeah, I think the, the quote is something like, well, maybe, maybe the pipes are the kids, you know, and um, so there, there really is something there. It's a lasting thing. It's a legacy thing that, um, that I think, you know, the thread of that goes through the entire production. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I, th- that's really what stood out to me. And, um, you know, it, when you're shooting a documentary, um, you never know what's going to happen. Because like you say, you are dealing with real people. And so during over the course of the documentary, one of kind of the, I'm sure, unexpected things, at least for the guys filming it, was that, you know, Mimo's father passes away in the course of their, them shooting this. And uh, I mean, I guess that's kind of a spoiler, so to speak, but we gave a, a warning at the, at the top of the show. Yeah, right. And, you know, when when he's in Chicago uh, and, I'm, I, you know, the, it's so funny because it's such a serious, somber moment in the movie. But for those of us who have been to the Chicago Pipe Show and recognize they're in that faux New Orleans restaurant, <laughs> <laughs> it does take you out of it just a minute of it and like, oh, that place. Uh, I know some, I know, I know a lot of people love the New Orleans faux restaurant in Chicago. That's just, that's just me. <laughs> it's, it's called Jambalaya. Let's get the uh, name right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was funny though. It was just like somber moment, but we're seeing it, uh, filmed there and, um, and yeah, it, it you, was just, you, you, if you'd never been there, you wouldn't recognize and it wouldn't be a thing, but just for those of right. us who did. But no, right. it is. But it is a somber moment because he's talking about the fact that, you know, that his father passed years before he died and kind of processing that emotion. And yeah. and man, like, you know, as someone who just lost his grandfather in a very, you know, like same type of deal, like who my grandfather was at the mm. end is very different from the man that he was, you know, yeah. and like, oh, man, that hit me right where I am right now. And yeah. like. My heart was just breaking, but so much of that kind of, I guess, hope for a a better, a a lack of a better word at the end of the movie that, that, that reminder is that the flame goes on in the legacies that we create. For some of us, that's the legacy of our family. For some of us, that's the legacy of the craft that we do, that we pour into our family. And for some of us, that's the, the crafts that we make. And, you know, they, they kind of tie it all together in um, kind of almost like a cosmic spiritual sense that was, <laughs> was kind of really interesting at the end because you get yeah. a little um, like stars and uh, yeah, galaxies uh, and nebula, yeah, the aurora yeah. <laughs> borealis going on and everything, and it, it's really kind of well, interesting. But it just it was, shows you the the vastness of the universe that exists in in and around this kind of hobby that we all enjoy, and it comes from like the greatness of the universe down to something very simple, which is. Uh, the the embers of the embers inside the pipe and it's just it was really yeah. really fascinating and very surprisingly emotional <laughs> yeah it, it was surprisingly emotional I think a lot of these uh, more emotive uh, pieces kind of started in the movie when they uh, began introducing and talking about elements of the Native American pipe smoking uh, you know history and culture right. uh, that you know a- again if you haven't picked up yet they they shot this movie uh, Chad and Jeremy they shot this all over the world right? everywhere. they went to everywhere. they went to Michigan they were in Tuscany. They were in Saint Claude, France, Japan, Denmark, Germany, uh, and and one of the locations which was so fascinating was a little place uh, called Pipestone, Minnesota. Pipestone, Minnesota. This is a, um, a a town that is actually you know kind of close to uh, where the guys that shot this from the Michigan area, so they could tip over there uh, relatively easily. But but this is where uh, there's a um, there's a mineral there, and it's called catlinite, and it is the uh, traditional mineral that is uh, harvested. And, and where 
uh, these stone uh, Native American pipes uh, are made and then are made out of. And so they start to interview these. Uh, I think the the gentleman said it was uh, you know you know fourth uh, generation pipe carver out of mm-hmm. this uh, out of this sacred material that they uh, you know go back generations. Uh, you know it, they they bless these pipes and then they uh, it's their way to kind of communicate with their ancestors and all this stuff. The the energy that goes into that and so they use that. I think the creators of the movie use that as kind of a kind of a way to pivot more into, uh, you know, the larger themes that we're looking at here, right? Things of last, you know, legacy and family and, um, you know, the universality of, um, of design and art and value and all these other things. And, um, and uh, you know, it, I think that's, uh, that was a really uh, kind of a powerful moment there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, overall, man, this is this is a great film. I mean, for me, it's a it's a five out of five. Uh, you know, documentaries are, are so great for so many different reasons <laughs> in terms yeah. of, you yeah. know, being able to kind of learn, but also be able to kind of experience things that even you may know like a ton about you just you experience them in a different way. And there's you know, there's there's flesh that's kind of put on the pipe, so to speak, through this movie, because you do see yeah. all of these different people who have these touch points throughout and these various styles of pipes and and this various love of the art form. And and you connect with them. And, and by extension, yeah. of course, you know, you, you kind of connect with your pipe a little bit more because that pipe, every single pipe that you have has a story, not just the story of yeah. which where you got it and how it was given to you or where you purchased it or where you smoked it or you know who you end up giving it to like not not just your story but like even before you first touched it there is such That's a right. story behind it that's uh, so true yeah this this sheds light on that uh in spades you know literally all the way from the very beginning uh, you know where where the stuff is harvested. It's very specific, and then and then all the way through the the energy that went into making this pipe, the design. How many uh, how many pieces of briar were thrown out in order to get to this one that that actually worked? You know, right. um, it, it was it was funny watching uh, one of the comical <laughs> moments to me. Um, you know, the Lars uh, Iverson there in uh, in Denmark. Um, you know, they go up and interview Lars, uh, and, and, you know, he's messing around with a pipe and, you know, this gorgeous piece of briar and everything looks like it's going fine. And then he says, oh, well, this is crap. We have to call it a day. Right. And, and the viewer is sitting there thinking like, well, what's, you know, what is he talking about? That's a beautiful piece of briar. And he, he starts pointing to these microscopic, you know, pits in this piece so of wood tiny. that he's yeah. identified, you know, for, for 90% of the pipe carvers out there, like, ah, you know, you just sandblast that, or, you know, you, uh, you, you just cover it up with a darker finish or whatever but you know Lars Iverson he, he says I think he literally says no this is this is crap like <laughs> no, he takes it out back and shoots it he literally no, takes yeah, it out and back that, and that, shoots it <laughs> yeah that and that was Lee Eric I, that was another thing I was going to mention it, it was so comical there were funny there were funny parts of this movie where, um, you know, you, you literally Lee, uh, you know, he, he mentions, look, I, I get in the shop and if three, I forget exactly how it puts it, but it, he's like, if three bad things happen in a day while I'm out here, I just, I put it all away. I take off the apron, put the tools away and call it a day. And he literally, he literally, you know, you got, it, it reminds me of these Southern characters, right? Of, uh, man, I'm going to take you out to the woodshed or whatever. Like, well, he does that with his bride, like these, you know, b- briars that are not, uh, not cooperating. He literally puts them in a, uh, you know, in a, in a, in a little can takes, I think it looked like old tobacco McClellan tin, tobacco yeah. tin. And, uh, he took them out back and literally shot them. <laughs> it's just, uh, so much character. So you have that, you have those moments of levity, which is, uh, which is great, but there's also, again, this like kind of somber, uh, somberness, uh, you know, that, that flows through it as well. We talked about Mimo's father that passes away. Um, one thing we haven't mentioned is, um, you know, this, this featured not as much, but it did feature Lars Iverson, who, as we mentioned, passed away, um, last year actually. And so it's interesting to see, um, you know, the, um, some of the, you know, most venerated people in the pipe making, pipe carving uh, world. And, and we kind of get to look back on them. This is one of the last uh, ways we can kind of celebrate their uh, their story before we uh, we inevitably lost them. So, um, mm, yeah. yeah, there's just uh, there's a give and take there. It really is. Yeah. It's a beautiful yep. movie. I strongly recommend it. What was uh, what what were like um, what was one of your favorite parts, Bo, if, if you can uh, if you can point to something? Um, you know, I, I, I do, there, there was a, after Mimo's father died and Eric was, uh, Lee Eric was over visiting him and he just kind of held him for a minute and said, you know, when, when your father, Pat, when I heard about your father, I cried and they just, they just held each other 
yeah. uh, for, for a minute there. And again, <laughs> I did not expect to be emotionally impacted by this movie. <laughs> and so I think that's part of the reason why it's one of the standout moments to me uh, is because it, it did in, end up impacting me in that moment. And again, like I was just thinking about the fact that these, you know, just these two men and their lives are so very different and yet they're kind of unified in this art form. Yeah. Uh, and, and kind of, you know, just sharing in a universal, uh, a pain that we can all understand. Like it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter, you know, wherever else you may, <laughs> you, you, you may agree, disagree on everywhere else. All of us can understand the loss of a parent, a grandparent, the loss of a loved one. Like that's just, yeah. there's a universal nature to that where, you know, just, I think kind of seeing that moment, it was really tough and it was, but it, but part of the, I hate to say this, but like part of the beauty of that moment is the fact that we've seen up until then that Mimo was crafted by his father to carry on this legacy in such a, such a loving way, right? Like it's a generational legacy that now lives on, not just in Mimo, but also he's got his kids that are running around in the background. And yeah, so. no, I know. I love that. Right. And you, you see the, the children running around there at his workshop and then even going up to, uh, uh, going up to Denmark to to see what the Iversons have going on, and Nana's little son, you know, is is messing around on the tool bench yeah, in the back, that's and right. you, you have this unspoken, you know, obvious statement that well, there's the next Iverson pipe maker, right? I mean, the, it's <laughs> right. the next one coming down the pike. It's was uh, that it, it for really, you? Well, you know, I I think. Um, for me, it was it was a lot of uh, obviously a lot of different things. Uh, you know the the focus on and, and I think Sykes Wilford, who was interviewed for this uh, movie in the movie, I think he mentioned something about you know pipes haven't changed the way premium pipes have made have not has not changed in over fifty years. You know, and I think for me that was one of my favorite parts uh, of this is just seeing that, you know, this is a, this is a timeless craft that has not due to all, think about all the technical revolution that we've seen, you know, over the past, you know, century, even 25 years. And, and to have, you know, the way an artisan pipe is made, even a factory mm. pipe for the most part is made, has not changed at all in 50 years. I mean, I, you know, from everything, I mean, every little piece of the process is done on a lot of the exact same equipment. It's the same methods. It's just, it just hasn't changed. It's, it's kind of like painting, you know, it just, well, you've got canvas and you've got paint and brushes and you, you might have different designs, but the process is not the, it's not changed. And, and, and it's interesting speaking about painting, probably my favorite quote from the entire movie. <laughs> I love this. I had to write it down and I, I'm going to pull this out just when people ask me about these, you know, $900 pipes when we have in our <laughs> shop. But, uh, but probably my favorite quote from the entire movie, you can hear the, the film, um, uh, you know, filmographer in the background or the interviewer, he, he asks a, a guy, I think it's actually the owner of a, uh, of a German pipe shop. And he asks the guy, what, um, you know, what makes Iverson pipes so special? And, and the guy looks at him and he says, well, what makes it, what makes a Van Gogh painting so special? And, <laughs> and that floored me. It's like, well, duh. Like what, what it, yeah, it's just paint and, you know, a canvas, but like, it's, you know, well, why is a Van Gogh so special? Well, you know, it, it's this, that go it's the same answer is the answer that makes a, you know, a $800 artisan pipe, uh, you know, so, so exquisite and so valuable and so, um, you know, so precious. And, wow, yeah. um, I, I don't know, for me, that was, uh, that was a, a really nice takeaway. So yeah, I'm with you, man. Five out of five stars. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, you know, it, it, it took me on some dog legs. I didn't anticipate. I expected the movie to be, um, you know, a little more tobacco centric and it was certainly, uh, very, uh, you know, pipe, uh, pipe carving artisan pipe carving centric. And that was uh, a little unexpected, but not, not, unpleasant it was it was great it was just uh you know not exactly where I, I thought it would land but um you know really really enjoyed that part was really uh kind of uh, surprised by again like you mentioned the emotions that came with it the um you know deep heartfelt moments there that uh you, you got to watch people connect uh, in our pipe community and um and then also just the celebration of uh, you know the hobby in itself so yeah. um man thoroughly enjoyed it and and highly recommend it yeah, so be sure to check it out. We'll uh, we'll put some links in the show notes here. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime, uh, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna actually make sure that we share out that link. I think I actually did share out the link a couple of days ago in preparation for this. 
But yeah. I want to encourage you not just to uh, watch the movie, which I absolutely do, but be sure to review the movie as well. Um, you know, there's there's always people have fun with Amazon reviews. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they joke about it and everything. Like I, like right now, it only has like one negative review. And it's from somebody who said like 12 seconds in and this is all about smoking a pipe, you know, <laughs> like, how, like, well, well yeah, <laughs> like, well, I saw well, the same thing, man. That was hilarious. Like every, I think, I think everybody who's looked at that at this point has all looked at it and thinking like, what was this guy smoking that they didn't realize this was going to be smoking <laughs> a pipe, you know? But anyway, all the more reason to get on there, give it, you know, uh, you know, review it honestly, of course, but, uh, but be sure if you enjoy the film to get, to get on there and, and, uh, hook it up with those good reviews. Um, it's a great way to uh, to support it, and it's a it's a great movie not just for those of us who are enthusiasts, but honestly, I really do feel it has a universal appeal, and uh, I hope it has some legs, man. Love to see it uh, go to a bunch of different festivals and get well received by the public at large. I know, man. I I, I thoroughly agree. So watch it, review it, and um, and if you do ever interact with uh, you know Chad or Jeremy or anyone from that uh, you know Father of the Flame team, I just would really encourage you to give them a give them a hearty pat on the back, buy them a beer. Um, you know, th- this is one of those things that um, is not just fun for you to to view, but it really does a service to our pipe smoking community, and um, and we we should all be really grateful. So, um, hey, man, hats off, kudos, and um, can't wait to watch it again. Man, I'll tell you what, I can't wait to do again. Smoke a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke a great quality corn cob pipe from our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. No, of course, man. Absolutely. <laughs> man, that's great. No, you know, obviously this is the point in the show where we, where we do talk about our friends at Missouri Meerschaum who uh, have been with us now for so long and are such an integral part of making Country Squire Radio happen. And um, I thought there was no uh, better pipe to pair uh, with this particular review episode than the uh, Missouri Meerschaum, Missouri Meerschaum uh, Freehand Corn Cob Pipe. Um, the Freehand, this is a cool pipe because it is uh, it, it is an artisan pipe in itself, right? Now, we talked uh, a few weeks ago about how so many Missouri Meerschaum pipes are actually handmade and hand-turned on a lathe. Well, the Freehand Corn Cob Pipe uh, takes that to the um, to the nth level, right? It's uh, it, it literally expo- exposes the uh, plateau, you might say, of the cob on the very top. <laughs> and, uh, of course, it's a large piece of cob that, uh, that has been hand-turned on a lathe. It's a very um, a flawless piece of cob because it has to be to be that large and also that beautiful um, and uh, just a really generous uh, bowl there with a with a handsome uh, design from Missouri Meerschaum. They say the freehand corn cob pipe is a work of art. A deep conical shaped bowl, dark stain coating, rusticated bowl, and Italian acrylic bit give this pipe a unique and distinctive appearance. Like our other premium pipes, the freehand has a genuine hardwood insert in the bottom of the bowl. Also available in uncoated natural white cob or natural red cob finish. This pipe also serves as a memorable memorable gift to discerning pipe collectors. As a collectible, the dark stain coated finish is also available on a Missouri red cedar plaque. And uh, you, so you can actually order that as a plaque, which is uh, which is pretty cool. So yeah, um, very handsome uh, piece. They retail for uh, $34.99. It, it is incredibly, uh, uh, you know, just worth every every bit of that and, and so much more. And so um, check it out. You know, if you've got one, uh, we encourage you to smoke it. That's right. So if you got it, be sure to smoke it this week. Retweet it out if you do, because we love retweeting those out to let the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know we appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yep. Thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Quick Fire with the Squire. All right, Quick Fire questions. What? <laughs> That's right. It's a special episode. We've been running a little bit longer given the uh, the subject matter, so we're diving straight into quick fire questions brought to us by, of course, the Country Squire Radio t-shirts that you can get at thecountrysquireonline.com. More on that in just a moment. Man, these are coming in from Pastor Joda, Chillaxin edition. Are you ready, sir? <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Here's here's the options. On the porch during a steady rain with distant thunder or on the beach on a hot and sunny day. Okay, on the beach in a hot and sunny day, but I mean, I, I it's not like I regularly have the option between these two things, right? That's a good point, actually. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I love, uh, I love my porch with my pipe and rain and distant thunder and uh, maybe my dog and uh, my beautiful wife sitting next to me, a hot cup of tea or something. But um, gosh, I mean, the the one time every three years that I can go to the beach and and sit there, um, yeah, I'm gonna pick that. <laughs> yeah. Me for exactly the same reasons. Like I, I love both situations and I, man, especially, um, oh man. And, and, and the Jackson house in particular, we had such a wonderful porch for, uh, for sitting out during the rain. Yep. And, uh, the new house is great for so many different reasons, but it does not have that. <laughs> yeah. And, yep. and with the Houston <laughs> weather, I, I, I do, I do find myself missing that quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, come on the beach. Uh, if, yeah. if I lived on the beach, maybe it'd be the other way around, but since I don't the beach. Yeah, you got to right. get down to uh, Galveston some while you're over there. Yeah, eventually, eventually. Yep. All right, a hike in the woods or a drive through the country? Uh, hike in the woods. Um, I like both, but yeah, I'll go with hike in the woods. Yeah, you know, I'm not a huge fan of just going for a drive. Yeah. And in general, yep. like... Road trips. I mean, I you know this is this is well well documented. Uh, you know my my account of and this is 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 in good order. I, I'm not a big fan of road trips. I will fly. Uh, you know if it's if, what two hour drive. Okay, can I fly? No. Okay. Right. Exactly. <laughs> You're such a diva. No. If it's I do have a rule though. If it's six hours or more, then I'm definitely flying. And I've wanted Golly. to bring that down to five hours, but I. I I think I, you I, should go up to eight, but I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, six hours is a good, good medium, but yeah. So, uh, so yeah, definitely a hike in the woods. Always love a good hike in the woods. Good. All right. A movie in a high end theater or a live concert. You know, man, that one's tough. Um, I'll probably go a movie with a, in a high end theater. And this is coming from someone that doesn't, uh, watch a lot of movies, <laughs> uh, but also someone that never goes to concerts. Like I, man, <laughs> You know, the, the longer and longer we have done Country Squire Radio, I am more and more apparent of how, you know, maybe I have a little Lee Eric in me, like that kind of painful, uh, you know, rec- recluse, like forced to go outside of my house twice a week kind of thing. Um, yeah, I just uh, I just don't get out much. So at least with a movie, you know, I can sit there high in theater. Uh, I've got my own chair, uh, my, my, you know, little cup holder and, and it's dark, so I don't really have to look at anyone. Um, yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right fair enough fair enough um yeah i'm not a, i'm not a uh, concert guy either um i think the last concert i saw was 
Oh, gosh. Well, the last, like, big concert I saw, because, I mean, you know, if you, I've seen live music acts and that sort of thing, but but in terms of, like, big concerts, it was probably, like, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, and it was five, yeah. six years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd much rather go for the uh, the movie in a high-end theater. Um, you know, here, we got the Alamo Draft House in Katy. Ooh. That's you ever been cool. to one of them? No, uh-uh. Oh, dude. They got the recliners. They come out and they serve you food while you're eating the movie. I mean, while you're watching the movie. And, like, they yeah, got that's... a nice menu, too. Like, burgers and tacos and, like, steak. Well, I don't know if they got steak. But they got, like, like they got steak sandwiches. Yeah, it's, got... like, good stuff. Yeah. It's legit. And, and you know, beer, cocktails, wine. Me and uh, the wife went to get see, um, I saw Avengers for the third and last time in, uh, in theaters last week. <laughs> and, uh, man, oh, so, so good. Yeah. So, definitely that. I kind of want to okay. do that right now. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And then, finally... Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. And then finally, a hot tub jacuzzi or a hot tub bubble bath. Because, of course... <laughs> <laughs> ah, the old Country Squire Radio hot tub bubble bath. No, yeah. um, I, I'm going to go with like a hot tub. Like When he says jacuzzi, I'm assuming he means like outdoor, like, you know... Uh, he, he, you know, on the on the back patio, you know, hot tub kind of thing. Sure, like, I, yeah, I like yeah. I like that. I think, yeah. I mean, I like both. There, there's something nice in a hot tub bubble bath about, you know, uh, you know, uh, swimming in your own in your own, you know, stew there for a while. <laughs> 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 but uh yeah I, I like the hot tub you know you got a cold drink you got your pipe um you know you're smoking your favorite uh you know aromatic tobacco while you're out there on the on the back deck with uh you know maybe maybe your buddies and uh and a few beers i don't know that, that sounds like fun to me yeah jacuzzi all the way gotta do it gotta do it. Okay. i know y'all want me to say bubble bath with the chardonnay but i'm not nah, <laughs> not that i'm not that not that there's anything wrong with that no, uh not all right Excellent, uh, excellent chillaxing questions from Pastor Joda. He's got some more for us next week. I'm looking forward to getting into. But hey, if y'all have got some quick fire questions, you can send them in show at countrysquireradio.com. Of course, that is, uh, segment is brought to you by the Country Squire Radio t-shirts that if you don't have one, uh, get on that. We've got uh, some excellent shirts available at the Country Squire online. Uh, you can also, uh, you can you can rock the, the Squire Scallywags or the This Is Not A Podcast. Both excellent shirts. It's a great way to showcase the fact that you are enjoying the show. And also kind of a cool way to like showcase like, yeah, yeah, Country Squire Radio. You heard of it? They, they, probably, <laughs> they probably have. I'm not going to lie. They, they probably have. But, but you know, it's a great way to represent. <laughs> it's a great way to represent. So check those out again at thecountrysquireonline.com. Your thoughts, your comments. Listener Listen feedback. Listener feedback. All right, brother. We've got some great listener feedback in. This is an iTunes review that's coming in from RevQ3. What did Rev have to say? Yeah, he says, first off, I can't believe that I've been listening to this podcast for years and haven't reviewed it yet. And yeah, and Rev, <laughs> thank you for saying that. How many listeners that are tuning in right now uh, can say the same thing? So, uh, yeah, if you Probably haven't, quite a give, few. It a, <laughs> g- give it a review. Yeah, <laughs> he goes on to say, episode 300 contains one of the, if not the best, best interview with someone in the pipe world I've ever come across. Uh, the show is fun, informative, and comforting. I either turn it on in the car as I drive around smoke or listen to it on uh, YouTube when I'm in the office. It's come to feel like spending time with old friends who enjoy the same things I do. You're doing yourself a favor by listening to this show. And that's from Rev Q3. And uh, man, Rev, thank you so much. He's referencing there, uh, Bo, the uh, the interview, obviously, that I did with, you know, our, our friend Phil Morgan up at uh, Missouri Meerschaum Company in Washington, Missouri, when we did our 300th episode. And, and if you haven't heard that, that was a that was a fun interview, man. It, I, I just oh, yeah. had such a good time. That whole episode, that whole experience, that whole week was just so much fun. And, um, man, it, it, I was so encouraged by uh, by Phil and by our whole community. But I, I would just really appreciate it if uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check it out. I think you'll I think you'll enjoy the spirit of it. So um, glad you enjoyed it, Rev, and um, I'm glad you're jo- enjoying the show. Absolutely. And uh, hey, like you said, Ben, if. Uh, doesn't matter if you've been listening for years and you never reviewed the show. What? Yeah, get on that. Review it now. Yeah. <laughs> also, you can send in any feedback at any given time uh, through uh, emailing us, show at countrysquireradio.com. You can keep up with us throughout the week. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore country squire. Our at Squire Radio is the handle for the show on Twitter. All of those things are on Twitter, by the way. But you can find all that information and more at countrysquireradio.com. All right, man. Well, man, this Dude. is great. We, we finally got a good movie review in. 
We did. We did. You know, we review all kinds of weird things now. You know, I mean, I, I don't, you know, I, I'm surprised people listen to us about pipes and pipe tobacco, but now we can add movies to our, uh, to, you know, to our, to our stick. I'm telling you, man, we got it with this. Maybe this is the beginning of something new. We, we've got, there's more movies out there for us to review. No, there, there are. There are. There's also plenty more pipe tobacco. That's <laughs> true. All right, man. Well, hey, let's go have a week. See you, brother. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.